Thanks for tuning into Reimagine Enterprise Sales Systems. I am Pratik Mukhopadhyay, entrepreneur author, and today's episode of our podcast we have Dinesh Rao. Dinesh has over 15 years of experience in enabling growth and profitability for fast-paced companies in areas of sales, marketing, and customer success operations. He has held finance leadership roles at HP, NetApp, and Quantum Corp. And currently, he's at Palo Alto Networks. Thanks for joining us, Dinesh. You're welcome. I've known you for some time. Uh, really appreciate uh, on a Friday evening giving your thirty minutes. So, I want to start talking about your journey in the enterprise world. Can you share a little bit about your journey? Of course. Um, so, my journey actually started back home in India. Right. Um, you know, got my uh, accounting degree. Um, from mumbai that's where i'm from and then i was doing my chartered accountancy i completed the intermediate and then got a masters and then applied for a, a masters program here in the us and came to the us to get my degree in finance so uh, from an educational perspective it's accounting and finance then um um i first started working at a commercial lending company right doing Very asset nice. asset based loans um i did that for about five and a half years um they sponsored my h1 green card and all of that took care of that and then my first job um in corporate america right. was hewlett packard it was in their test and measurement division which is right. now which is now agilent right. so i joined them in the cost accounting department so that's how i entered corporate america um at hp and then on you know i've been in silicon valley for many many years um at right. various companies and finance roles um and uh, some startups and um up until trend micro where i switched from finance to sales operations and uh since then and that was way back in 2005 and since 2005 I have been in sales operations at various companies in Silicon Valley. Uh, so thanks, Dinesh. That's a really interesting journey. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, marrying finance and uh, technology is very difficult. And glad mm-hmm. that you have s- seen both the worlds. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you talk about your current uh, company and your role and what do you typically do there uh, for our listeners? Well, um, right now I'm a part of Palo Alto Networks um, in their Prisma Cloud. um business unit uh running sales operations for the company for for that business unit and just started it's yeah, brand new there it's been my second week so um very excited it's a great company to be at absolutely absolutely uh, since you've been in Palo Alto for for only a few uh weeks uh, uh i won't get into the details of that but mm-hmm. overall uh, in your journey and your mm-hmm. uh, experience as a practitioner Mm-hmm. what are the typical systems you have used uh, that enable monetization especially monetization revenue ops sales mm-hmm. ops are so much tied together mm-hmm. if you can share a little bit insights about uh, like what systems have you seen how are they deployed and some of sure uh, sure the sure. like is it out of the box is it bought yeah yeah absolutely i mean as we all know um you know right. uh, any business a customer right. is the king it all revolves around the customer right so especially right. when it comes to sales operations and revenue operations um it's a it's a group an organization that supports all 
sales and revenue betting functions, right? Uh, be it sales, marketing, right. um, you know, customer success, renewal, whatnot, right? And we always look for um, tools and systems that support operations in those areas, right? Uh, one of the primary tool is the Salesforce CRM. Exactly. You know, um, no question. I mean, in today's day and age, no company can do without a CRM. And Salesforce is the dominant CRM out there, right? There are others right. as well, but I've seen mostly right. Salesforce CRM. Um, so that's the number one tool. And there are ancillary tools that go with it, like for customer success, I've used Gainsight. You know, we have other marketing tools, like be it, uh, you know, Outreach IO or um, Sales Loft and um, uh, tools for uh, lead gen, be it LinkedIn uh, Navigator or other tools, uh, but mainly it revolves around sales for CRM. Now, from a forecasting perspective, you know, I've used the Salesforce forecasted module and also lately Clary is gaining a lot of importance. So I've used Clary and implemented Clary as well. But all in all, tools are only good to support the business. You know, a business cannot be tool centric. It has to be solution centric, right? You know, you have to fit yes, the tool. Yes. You have to fit the tool to the needs of the business. Now there are small companies that may not need all these tools, right? For a, for a brand new startup, they can do with Excel spreadsheets, you know, in many cases, and they are quite efficient doing that. But for a large, for a medium to large company, there are tools, more sophisticated tools that they would use uh, because of the complexity uh, that goes with the business that they're in. So it all need, it all depends on the needs of the business. And, and that's what I've done over the years when I worked at small startups, I've looked at, um, you know, I've used manual processes, Excel spreadsheets and whatnot. But as we scale, we get bigger, we implemented tools like Clary and, and, and even from a commission standpoint, for instance, right, right? because right, you got to pay right. your reps. Yes. You use tools like either it's Calidus or, or Exactly or whatnot. I've used Centiv, which was later bought by Exactly. So there's many tools that come into play to support operations. And these are some of the ones that I've used. Exactly. That, that's really interesting. Uh, now, I have a more of a strategic question for you. Now, I think RevOps, SalesOps, these are really critical functions, but they are always not aligned or they don't get the visibility like the sales or the marketing function. So mm -hmm. like what's your framework to get RevOps or sales ops to create value? Like based on your experience, uh, like how do you champion your group? Let's say mm -hmm. with your CEO and CFO, if you can share some nuances, sure. I'm sure a lot of people early in their career can get some feedback on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in any function, be it, right sales ops or engineering or product management, anything. Every group, every individual, every department needs to contribute value to the yes. organization, right? right? It's all value driven. Right. And where does sales ops or revenue ops bring value to the organization? In my perspective, sales and revenue ops is one of the core groups within any company because it is a group that sits right smack in the middle of the company, super cross-functional because you're supporting frontline front line sales teams, sales mm -hmm. leadership on one hand, and then in an effort to oper operationalize and make a repeatable rhythm in operations, you 
lean on internal groups as well, be it right. product management, engineering, customer success, marketing, whatnot. So you are in a in a very enviable position, so to say, to see both sides of the story, right? Of the revenue generation engine. You see the front end activities that goes on out in the field um, and the challenges they face. And you try to mitigate those challenges right. that are faced in the front lines with resources from within the company, cross-functional resources, and even management to a certain degree, right? So you contribute your, your you bring values and insights to these cross-functional groups, to the executive leadership of a company, to make insightful decisions for the company, to strategize, right. to move the needle mm -hmm. uh, so that companies can grow and be profitable, right? right? So sales ops is one such function that sits in the center of an organization. Yep. It's in a needs to, and it does draw from various groups within the company to benefit top line revenue growth for a company. And that's that's the value. That's really the insights and the value that this group, the sales revenue operations, brings to the table for any company. That's that's really insightful. Maybe let's take a double click on that. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, uh, sales ops and rev ops are very much KPI driven, and mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of reporting. Mm -hmm. um, so. And given your background, you've seen so many different businesses, large mm -hmm. companies like HP to startups mm -hmm. to even mm -hmm. now, I would say a pretty successful uh, public company, like Palo Alto Network. So mm -hmm. what are some of the uh, typical KPIs mm -hmm. that you would leverage mm -hmm. to showcase the value? And also, if you can share some KPIs that are not so obvious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you, KPIs are again, needs of the business, right? Yes, it it yes. needs to drive value to the business. It needs to provide insights to the business. So it starts right from the top of the funnel. You know, yep, that's yep. where it all starts, right? right, right. Your, your marketing campaigns, whatever you guys do. So whenever you start at that, the lead gen function, right? So you talk about KPIs, like how many marketing qualified leads are we generating on a, on a weekly, monthly basis, you know? And how do you generate those? You you have your sales development teams making calls and, and getting on meetings with prospects. You know, you, you track that because you want to be efficient at the top of the funnel to generate those qualified leads and, and then move those leads to conversion metrics. You check on conversion metrics. How quickly are those uh, leads moving through the funnel from the MQL to SQL to SAL stages, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how quickly are they moving? Because the we all know the velocity. Mm -hmm. the, we know that if they don't move quickly, the longer right. they sit, the more stale they get, right? Yeah. So you want to ensure there's a faster velocity, the quick movement through the funnel to result in opportunity creation, pipeline creation. Because from a sales perspective, you know, Pipeline is extremely important, the generation of opportunities. So uh, you actually, in a way, work backwards, right? Every company has a plan, right? In order to attain or beat that plan, mm -hmm. how much pipeline do you really need? Absolutely. In order to attain that pipeline, how many leads do you really need? Yes. So you backtrack and plan accordingly. And once you generate pipeline, so one of the other key metrics I've always used is opportunity creation. 
Mm-hmm. You know, how much opportunity is being created by each reps on a, on a weekly basis, monthly basis. And these opportunities that are created, what is the pipeline multiple to the quotas they're carrying? to the plan number they have to attain, mm-hmm. right? So you do all of that because it's all in the interest of being proactive so that you know at the beginning of the quarter or even the quarter prior, do you have enough pipeline to attain that plan number in that quarter in the following quarter? So you right. always have to be proactive, take the right measures early on in the sales process. So when it comes time to engage with those opportunities and close those opportunities, you have enough so that you beat the beat the plan number and attain your goals, right? So those are some of the key um, pipe metrics, like you know, uh, talk about pipeline multiples, opportunity creation. Um, you talk about you know, I talked about conversion rates. Right. Um, you talk. You also measure close rates, right? right? How much of the pipeline actually gets closed, right? So you right. you know for a certain amount of close rate how much pipeline you need. So you do all these things in the interest of. Uh, you know, uh, getting the right, right metrics. And so these are, I would call leading indicators, leading metrics, right? right. And there are lagging metrics as well. I mean, you know, what is the quota attainment by the rep, you know, uh, based on tenure? I mean, you know, how many reps are closing a business, right. how often they're closing and all of that. I mean, it could right. differ based on segmentation, based Correct. on vertical markets. So you have to assess all of that in the interest of attaining the business goals, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Very interesting. The another related question uh, I had, Dinesh, is mm-hmm. uh, we always see s- uh, finance, sales, and revops sort of tied a lot together. Mm-hmm. But recently, we're also seeing a lot of involvement of, of sales ops with marketing, mm-hmm. especially around mapping the customer journey. So, uh, do you want to share a little bit about how revops? Uh, uh, and the operational KPIs and the financial rigor you guys have in your system, how would you translate that into uh, collaborating with the marketing function? Yes. So marketing is as much a support function to sales as sales operations or revenue operations is, right? right? right. Because at the end of the day, the buck stops with a closed deal. Yes. Right? So every function within a company and marketing is equally important is all working towards generating that top line bookings top line growth that's one part of marketing the other of course there are aspects like you know demand you know brand recognition creating a brand but that again indirectly translates to more business for the company right so from a sales ops perspective, we work extremely close with marketing uh, to ensure that there's right campaigns. I mean, the sales leadership always partners with marketing um, to establish the right campaigns, the right programs um, in the right territories. I mean, that's extremely important because mm-hmm. you have to make sure that the marketing dollars that are spent, are, the ROI on those dollars is meeting the desired goals in sales, right? Um, marketing has their own metrics, but at the end of the day, you want to ensure that all the investment that you do in marketing is resulting in generating in business generation um, in sales in, in, in the form of bookings. And that's the whole idea, right? And it's a very close partnership um, with marketing and sales in that regard. Very nice. Uh, I have a few more questions. Uh, sure. Now, this is more about us observing different businesses, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen uh, 
a distribution based business you've seen a direct business but do you want to share some unique business models in your career that you have seen that may not be that obvious where the how they go about realizing revenue or how they go about actually monetizing it um any such examples either from the startup world or from the enterprise world yeah i mean you know i reminds me one of the companies i worked in the distant past was mm-hmm. a uh, a b2b marketplace company okay right mm-hmm. so there i mean unfortunately we had to change the business business model multiple times because it was a it was a brand new way of thinking on how right. to you know have companies come to a common place and and buy and sell services in the marketplace so so there the business model was quite different than just a um a licensed model or selling right. model right? Right, right, right um here we had to build a marketplace and we had to have companies meet at that marketplace and mm-hmm. engage in selection of services that interest each other and um you know negotiate on the price on that marketplace that was slightly different that i was used um uh, used to right um mm-hmm. and same goes i mean i could say way back when i first started at hp hp was it was a hardware manufacturing you know right. situation right. where the business right. model was different you try to manufacture machines you know in a in a way that they're uh, cost effective and you you generate demand out there you stay ahead of the technology and all of that has now lately a lot of the business you see in high tech is especially in the computer software industry saas based right yes so so that's a that's a different model altogether so i've seen a multiple a few of those um over the years but lately i've been more exposed to uh, the computer software saas business where service as a software as a service model um is is what's more dominant in these days in the in the computer industry thank you ganesh Yeah, we're almost at the end of our conversation uh, about uh, mentorship and mm-hmm. encouraging people. So, for mm-hmm. folks who are starting uh, in their career in sales ops or revenue ops, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to share like what helped you? Uh, it could be books, it could be guidance from others. Like, how should they go about uh, planning their career as they want to climb up the corporate ladder? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So. you know um the traditional way of mm-hmm. of growing a career is no longer the case anymore right, right right i mean the basic fundamentals is all the same you go to a great school and grab your education the learning but that only teaches you where to look right yes but when you when you are in the corporate world when you are in the trenches at a business um you learn you learn all the time you know what has happened in in recent times is it's all about networking it's all mm-hmm. about social interaction it's all about knowing people right it's all right. about learning from other people right yes uh, so my suggestion to the newer generation is get out there meet with people learn from other people build your network right attend um you know meetings and conferences and social gatherings you know there's so much out there that you can learn from people's experiences mm-hmm. and that is the way to go and any more if you want to find a career at a great company you really need to know the people who work at that company 
right? Yes. And in order to have a conversation them with them to land a position at the company, so it's all about a very people centric society anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, despite the fact that we are so buried in our laptops and, and uh, smartphone devices, and we are so sucked into that, the whole notion about people is even more relevant in today's day and age, uh, because that's what will help you accelerate your career. That's what will help you accelerate your learning. Uh, it's all about people. It's all about getting to know people and learning from. Thank you, Dinesh. Now, th- this has been really helpful. I really love your journey and how you came to the country uh, as a student and uh, you build a career in high tech. You also uh, have given us lots of feedbacks. I really appreciate that. You're so welcome. with that, I want to end this uh, conversation uh, and hopefully we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. So with that, I would like to wrap up this podcast. Thank you all for tuning into Reimagine Enterprise Sales Systems. To listen to more exciting podcasts, please visit my website, pratikm.com or protikm.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and other channels that you follow so that you'll never miss your show.